This is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, the online destination for acquiring superhuman brain power and hacking your reality. The cobalamin vitamin B12 plays an essential role in the normal functioning of the brain and the human nervous system. Vitamin B12 also is important to brain metabolism and the manufacture of new neurotransmitters. With over 10,000 results on PubMed and over 100 high-quality human clinical studies in the past five years alone, I feel confident recommending vitamin B12 as a gateway smart drug to those who are brand new to biohacking. Many people email me asking questions about exotic new smart drugs and when I question them a little bit, I find out that they have done exceptionally little to optimize their diet and lifestyle before diving into the murky waters of cognitive enhancement and nootropics. Since B12 plays a role in so many foundational processes that power our minds and bodies, people should begin their biohacking by making sure that they are getting enough of the vitamin before diving into hardcore nootropic or pharmaceutical solutions. An energizing nootropic. Vitamin B12 is essential for DNA synthesis and for cellular energy production, according to a University of Sydney paper. The mechanisms of action of vitamin B12 empower a work hard, play hard lifestyle in both the short and long term. Biohackers on longevity.org regarded as one of the top nootropics for motivation and energy. To quote a long-term supplementer and professional shark tamer on Amazon, I take one of these per day in the morning and it makes such an overall difference in my energy level. I can immediately feel the difference. If you are feeling sluggish, depressed, and anxious, take this product. I have been getting over a nasty stomach infection, and after a month-long bout of heavy-duty antibiotic therapy, I was feeling drained of all my energy. I literally felt like I couldn't get my body feeling like it used to pre-medication and was actually losing hope in ever feeling that energy again. Then I tried this. Call me crazy, but I swear that this boosted my mood and lifted me off my feet on the first day of usage. I actually felt better than I did before the antibiotics. I feel amazing now. I don't get midday sleepiness and I am alert and far more positive since starting this. Of the over 40 nootropics that I've personally tried, vitamin B12 was the one that passed the snooze test most impressively. Here's how this works. Basically before 
you go to bed, you leave your nootropics next to your bed with a glass of water, and then you set your alarm clock for about 30 to 60 minutes earlier than you usually do. So it'll wake you up when you're still actually pretty tired. And then you take your nootropics and go right back to bed. Now, if the nootropics have a pretty powerful energizing effect like vitamin B12 does, the nootropics will kick in and wake your ass up. And it can actually be kind of a cool sensation when you're in kind of that semi-conscious state and you feel the nootropics kick in in that state. It can be especially cool when you're maybe in the middle of a lucid dream and you feel the nootropics. It's frequently praised as a cure for the post-lunch mid-afternoon energy crash. It also may have some value as a focus drug. To quote one articulate self-experimenter, there is a distinct boost to my concentration that comes from it, as in it becomes much easier to stay settled on what I am focusing on, as well as the depth and richness of my thoughts increases with regard to the natural detail that spawns from them. Cyanocobalamin versus methylcobalamin versus hydroxocobalamin. If you are vitamin B12 deficient, either form will benefit you. However, certain forms are more bioavailable than others. Certain molecule shapes are more likely to cross the blood-brain barrier or benefit the central nervous system. Cyanocobalamin is the base model. The benefits of it are dubious. Methocobalamin is significantly more bioavailable. However, the body is a master regulator. If you already have sufficient vitamin B12 levels, it just gets flushed from the system. Hydroxylcobalamin is the holy grail of cobalamins and is the most expensive but also the most bioavailable. It releases at a slower pace which actually increases the baseline of the vitamin in the body. To quote a Dutch human study, the application of hydroxylcobalamin in cobalamin deficient patients results in fast nasal absorption and to sustained increase of baseline cobalamin concentration. So for biohackers who have already optimized their vitamin B12 levels via their diet but want to supplement to increase their energy levels or spark neurogenesis, hydroxylcobalamin is the clear choice. Vitamin B12 is a great case study for the general uselessness of multivitamins. It's a well-known enough vitamin that most lay people have heard of it and know it's important to general health. 
However, the vast majority of multivitamins that include it use the cosmetic grade or less bioavailable, cheaper forms of vitamin B12. If you've ever noticed after taking a multivitamin that your pee is very colorful, that's because the individual ingredients of the multivitamin are not getting absorbed by your system, they're just getting flushed out of your system. Neuroplasticity or neurogenesis is the capacity of the brain to grow and adapt to the challenges presented to it. Anytime you take on a cognitively challenging new task, whether it's learning a new language, playing a musical instrument, programming iOS, or salsa dancing, that sensation of frustration at your snail's pace of improvement is the gears of neuroplasticity working in your mind. Personal development on any level requires stimulus, usually trying to learn something that you suck at. Salsa dancing, anyone? And fuel, which comprises of your environment and what you are feeding your brain. Vitamin B12 is a potent fuel and chemical building block of new synaptic connections in this process. The abstract from a 2014 UNAN University paper includes some interesting conclusions. In this review, we summarize the manner in which nutrients can protect against oxidative damage to mitochondria and lipids in the neuronal circuits associated with cognitive and affective behavior. These nutrients include members of the vitamin B12 family, vitamin B12 and folic acid and magnesium. Accumulating data have shown that these nutrients can enhance neurocognitive function and may have therapeutic benefits for depression and suicidal behaviors. A growing body of studies suggests the intriguing possibility that regular consumption of these nutrients may help prevent the onset of mood disorders and suicidal behaviors in vulnerable individuals or significantly augment the therapeutic effect of available antidepressants. According to a 2007 Chinese study, both vitamins B9 and B12 are essential for normal brain development and have a role in neuroplasticity and in the maintenance of neuronal integrity. Depression. The authors of a population-based study of 278 people conducted in Rotterdam, Netherlands, came to the conclusion that low vitamin B12 levels were a cause of depression and not merely a symptom of it. The association of vitamin B12 and folate with depressive disorders may have different underlying mechanisms. Vitamin B12 may be causally related to depression. 
This is an important distinction not always understood by lay people. Marketers and people with agendas in regards to our health will often make sensationalistic claims based upon a small piece of data that draws a vague and often purely coincidental connection between two things. Like when we hear someone claim that violent video games cause school shootings. Hopefully we all understand that it's not actually violent video games that cause the shootings, but that mentally unstable young men belong to a demographic group that's just much more likely to play violent video games. However, in the case of depression and vitamin B12, what the researchers are saying in this study is that in a lot of their patients, the depression was indeed caused by the deficiency in the vitamin. This is good news for a lot of people as it presents a very simple, inexpensive fix to depression. Deficiency. Unless one's diet is strictly controlled for both quantity and quality of B12 sources, risk of deficiency is serious. It's very important to maintain healthy B12 levels. At levels only a little below normal, symptoms such as fatigue, insufficient memory, and depression can occur. Signs of deficiency include fatigue and constant tiredness, lack of energy, shortness of breath, frequent headaches, heart palpitations, moodiness or depression, stomach upset, and sudden weight loss. These are obviously very ubiquitous type of symptoms that even a totally healthy person is going to encounter from time to time. So if you suspect that you are vitamin B12 deficient, the best way to find out for sure is a blood test. Other conditions associated with deficiency are anemia, peripheral neuropathy, surgical resection, autoimmune, pernicious anemia, celiac disease, Crohn's disease, chronic pancreatitis, and atrophic gastritis. Serious vitamin B12 deficiency can cause permanent and irreversible damage to the brain in the form of mania or psychosis. Especially beyond age 64, high levels of vitamin B12 have been shown to combat Alzheimer's disease and brain atrophy in the elderly. A study of over 700 women by the National Institute on Aging in the United States stated that after adjustment for socio-demographic characteristics and health status, the subjects with vitamin B12 deficiency were 2.05 times as likely to be severely depressed as the non-deficient subjects. In community-dwelling older women, metabolically significant vitamin B12 deficiency is associated with a two-fold risk of severe 
depression. According to a 2003 University of Oxford study, our results show that B vitamin supplementation can slow the atrophy of specific brain regions that are a key component of the AD process and are associated with cognitive decline. On cognition, the conclusion of the body of research is that it is highly beneficial to those who are cognitively deficient, but for those who are cognitively up to snuff, it really doesn't provide much improvement above the baseline. A 2012 University of Melbourne study encapsulated this saying there is a small subset of dementias that are reversible with vitamin B12 therapy. And this treatment is inexpensive and safe. Vitamin B12 therapy does not improve cognition in patients without pre-existing deficiency. However, cognition deficits are not limited to the elderly. A number of lifestyle factors can also retard cognition, such as obesity, high cholesterol, high blood pressure or hypertension, smoking, and of course, frequent alcohol consumption. Even low income levels are linked to cognitive shortcomings. A double-blind, placebo-controlled human trial of 300 subjects conducted by the University of Chile reached the conclusion higher vitamin B12 intakes that might potentially contribute in preserving neurophysiologic and cognitive function and thus improve quality of life for older people in Chile. Food sources. So where does vitamin B12 come from? Well, actually, it's produced by bacteria that reside in your intestines. But scientists agree that they don't produce enough B12 to satisfy your body's needs. The B12 in your diet comes from the animals you eat. The best sources being shellfish, like cooked clams, oysters, and mussels, beef liver, also liverwurst sausage, pate, pate, pate de foie gras, and chicken liver pate, fish, such as mackerel, salmon, herring, tuna, canned sardines, and trout, eggs, red meat, especially lamb, oysters, chlorella, low-fat dairy such as skim milk, and liver has a particularly high amount of B12. Chemically and industrially, it's produced via a bacterial fermentation synthesis process. For vegans and vegetarians, it's super important that these people take vitamin B12 supplements, or regularly eat B12 fortified foods. To quote a 2010 paper out of the School of Molecular Bioscience, University of Sydney, vitamin B12 deficiency is common. 
mainly due to limited dietary intake of animal foods or malabsorption of the vitamin, vegetarians are at risk of vitamin B12 deficiency, as are other groups with low intakes of animal foods or those with restrictive dietary patterns. Related rant. There was an article published recently on WebMD.com. The article was entitled, Folic Acid B12 May Increase Cancer Risk. And this is a great example of a pet peeve of mine because the fine print of the article clarifies that the study, that in the study that it's based upon, 70% of all the patients in the study were either current or former smokers, including more than 90% of those who had developed lung cancer. So the patients of this particular study were already at a very high risk for cancer. And this, uh, the, the researchers somehow you know, drew a, a thin line in between the cancer and the B12 and the B9, the folic acid. And then they go and publish this really sensationalistic article title. And so what's going to happen is the layperson is not going to read this article completely. What they're going to do is they're going to see the title of it in their Facebook feed. And then they're going to end up doubting the veracity of vitamin B12 as this super beneficial vitamin that's really important to put into our bodies. And this just kind of reflects the one of the drivers of ignorance and misinformation about science and about health in general. And we see that, you know, these content farm type websites like, like WebMD, and obviously there's a ton of websites like this out there, their loyalty is ultimately to their advertisers and to doing whatever it takes to increase the amount of traffic that comes to their website. Their loyalty is not to scientific credibility and to getting accurate information out there. And so they publish things like this. And so this is why I personally spend more time, this is why I spend more time on PubMed than I do on Facebook. And I encourage people when you're trying to get an accurate piece of information about a particular scientific uh, topic as it relates to your health, as opposed to doing like Google searches and then just reading whatever articles pop up first and have the most interesting title, I encourage you to kind of follow this process. First of all, go on PubMed and do a search for you know some of the phrases related to what your inquiry is, do a search for studies that are recent, that are within the past five years, and ideally try to find clinical studies that were done on humans within the past five years. And then go ahead and read the abstracts of a couple of studies, which usually, you know, abstracts are pretty short. Usually the language in them is relatively 
understandable for the layperson. And after you've read a couple of abstracts, you're going to start to formulate an understanding of what the recent research is saying about a given topic. Then go over to a place like longevity.org or the Bulletproof Executive Forum, or you could even go into like the biohacking or the nootropics group on reddit.com. Any of these websites are free. It takes about 30 seconds to create an account on them. And go ahead and do a post, say, hey, I've been doing a little bit of research. These are the studies I've read. And here's a paragraph, more or less, of kind of what my understanding is of this particular topic. Am I correct? Am I reading these studies correctly? And these communities, these are actually really helpful communities. These are not the kind of places where there's a lot of like trolls that are going to you know, give you misinformation or going to make fun of you or call you an idiot for not understanding something completely. These are really helpful communities and you'll have people that are moderators or that are, you know, actually scientific professionals or people that are just really experienced biohackers that'll go on there, that'll follow up with you and tell you yes or no if you're understanding the studies completely. So, I'd like to encourage people to follow that practice to avoid the misinformation that these kind of sensationalistic headlines can promote. For side effects, dosage, and cofactors, please see the page on LimitlessMindset.com that's linked below this video. It's also going to contain objective ratings and reviews of different vitamin B12 supplements that are on the market, along with some useful infographics. If you found this video informative, please hit the subscribe button wherever it is on the screen. Again, I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset and I look forward to a continued conversation with you. Hi, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset. I want to talk to you about my number one productivity habit right now. And it's really simple. In fact, it's so simple that most of you watching this won't do it and you won't.